Hi, I'm Casey Hobbs, host of Nurse Talk Radio, one of the thousands of nurses on duty today. Here's what we're talking about this week. Casey, ahead of Robert Wilkie's confirmation as the new secretary of the Department of Veterans Affairs, Trump loyalists at the agency took aggressive steps to purge or reassign staff members perceived to be disloyal to President Trump and his agenda for veterans, according to multiple people familiar with the moves. This reshuffling marked a new stage in a long estrangement between civil servants and Trump loyalists at the VA, where staff upheaval and sinking morale threatened to derail services to one of the president's key constituencies, according to a current and former employee. And outgoing Secretary David J. Shulkin has been very vocal about his concerns that the Republicans' endgame to privatize the VA will be extremely damaging to the very people it serves, the veterans themselves. Also caught in the crosshairs of this political fight are the nurses and healthcare workers who serve these veterans. Last week, National Nurses United, the nation's largest organization of RNs, joined the American Federation of Government Employees, AFGE, members as part of the hashtag Red for Fed protest against the latest attacks on VA nurses by the Trump administration. The protest was to call attention to three executive orders signed by Trump in May. The orders are an attempt to gut the longstanding collective bargaining, union representation, and whistleblower protections for federal workers, including VA nurses. Here with us to talk about the hashtag Red for Fed efforts is RN Irma Westmoreland. Irma has been a nurse for 27 years and is a proud NNU leader and member of the National Nurses United Board of Directors. Irma, welcome to Nurse Talk. Thank you so much for being with us today. Hi, I'm glad to be here. That's so great. So as most of us know, Robert Wilkie just took over as secretary of the VA. Can you say anything about that? Yes, it's going to be a big change from the previous secretaries that we have had. Even though we didn't always agree with the last secretary, we certainly are going to see some changes with this new secretary. He has already sent out messages that supervisors need to take a firm hand to employees, which, you know, is very stressful to us because it seems like that that's going to be one of his focuses, getting rid of staff who he feels or his supervisors feel that are not, you know, like this person said before, loyal to the VA. But when nurses are threatened by their job, they are not going to come forward with issues easily that may be impeding care to the veteran or be where we can stand up for our patients, because then if you're a whistleblower, then you're going to be attacked. We think we're going to see a lot more of that. You're familiar with the VA, and what changes have you heard that specific changes that might be taking place since the beginning of the Trump administration? Well, there's more and more outsourcing of care for our veterans, trying to put it into privatized care, which is not going to work because those private facilities, oh, yeah, they're really excited to get veteran patients because then that means they get federal dollars. And, of course, the federal government always makes good on their payment, right? So they pay quick and they pay fast. But what happens to the veteran is they're not getting top-quality care, Over and over again, our quality indicators show that the veteran is getting top quality care at the VA for those things that are uh, almost always they're trying to um, bump out. PTSD cases, mental health cases, um, spinal cord injury cases, those things that rehab that we do well for our veteran patients, they are not going to do as well. Our patients are coming back to us and saying, they don't treat me like you guys treat me. We want to come back. But Uh, What's going to happen in, and we're seeing now 
this year, as we go through, we've had a two-year funding, and so now we're starting on the next two-year funding sec- section. And what's happening is the less number of patients that you see in-house, then your budget will be decreased. And so what's going to happen is less and less funding will go to the hospitals, will go to the clinics, and then it'll be a self-fulfilling prophecy that we aren't going to be able to take care of the veteran. And then more and more places will close, more and more patients will not be taken care of, and then it'll be privatized before you know it. We do know that the Republican agenda is to privatize this. So you're already seeing these changes occurring as we speak that they're, they're already moving forward with this plan. Is that correct? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. In every facility that we have, we see more and more distance medicine, contracting out, making it so that even if before uh, contracting out was if you were 50 miles away, now it's 20 miles, which is barely any amount at all to travel. Because most of our facilities, of course, you know, are in big cities or small cities, but that's not very far for people to travel. But now it's so that you can get your care somewhere else and you don't have to really get your care at the VA. And what has happened and will continue to happen is it'll defund and destabilize the VA healthcare system, which is what they want. And that is exactly what's going to happen. We are trained to deal specifically with uh, mental health patients from from wars. We're deal- we're specifically trained to deal with their rehab issues, the spinal cord injury issues, brain injury issues that relate from war-related injuries. And it's a holistic kind of care, care that involves the family and involves the veteran themselves. And that kind of care has gone on for many, many years, and it's built up based on our research that we show, the kinds of things that we do, and it's just going to go to people who are not specializing in it. They don't know the ins and outs of the patient's psyche and their need, their mental health needs and their rehab needs because they have not taken care of people who have been hurt in the battle. Yes. Also, we give lots of things for family members. We have hotels, which are like hotel kind of things that family members can come and stay right. with. Their, they are free, that can stay when they're in the hospital. They're not going to get that kind of stuff when they go privatized. Irma, what would have to happen for the privatization uh, that's going on now to be reversed and stopped? They would have to fund the VA fully. They would have to fully fund. It's like every single year. We don't think, of course, this year you'll get a, a cost of living raise, but let's just give the cost of living raise as one example. If there's a cost of living raise for 2%, it is never funded. So what happens is, That means that the VA budget is cut by 2% because they have to cover the cost of living raise within what they already have. And Irma, I wanted to ask you one thing. Uh, You were involved in the uh, hashtag red for Fed protest, and this all came about about three executive orders that Trump had signed in May. What happened for that protest? Was there an impact? And what's happening now? And what, what are future plans? We believe there was a very big impact because it showed solidarity of employees with uh, standing up against these executive orders, and it was not something that people could get in trouble for, but yet you could see across the country people wearing red saying that they stand up for this, that that we know what's going on and we're not going to take it. We are going to be voters in November, and we're going to make sure that 
people know what's going on. But these orders really seek to dismantle unions and collective bargaining power by severely limiting the number of hours a federal worker can do what's called official time or represent employees in conditions and addressing patient safety issues. It's very, it's very sad. Yeah, indeed. So is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners? Yes. I just want to say that even though Unions have been vilified for using official time. It has been given by the Congress, and it's also time used to protect employees, both the union and non-union nurses, from discriminations on the basis of race, gender, sexual orientation. It ends up saving taxpayers money because it helps resolve workplace conflicts. Before you have to go to lengthy arbitrations and cases that cost a lot of money, we resolve them much, much lower, and it saves money across the board. But nobody wants to hear that. What they want to hear is that, the employees are, and the unions are being vilified. Thank you, Irma. Thank you for your time as a nurse, but also for your time as an activist in this very important fight at the VA. We appreciate it. Thanks for letting me speak to you. I really enjoyed it. Thank, Thank you. you, Irma. We've been talking with RN Irma Westmoreland. Irma is a career RN and a union member who took part in the recent hashtag Red for Fed protests condemning the Trump administration's attacks, undermining the ability of nurses to advocate for veterans' care. For more information about this topic or about National Nurses United, visit nnu.org.